two gays watch with Aaron Holman and Zachary Landolt. Oh my goodness, is that a gay? Oh my god, a gay in the wild. That is correct. It's me. Hey, oh my god, other gay, how are you? <laughs> oh, I forgot how to do this. It's been Wait, so long. Where are you, actually? Where am I? <laughs> Let's start okay. with that. What's up, yeah. gay? <laughs> okay, so yeah, first of all, welcome back to Two Gays Watch. We have not been here in a hot minute. So, in case you forgot who we are, I am one of your two gays, Zachary Landolt. And I am your other gay monkey, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron and Holman. I've, so I, Zachary Landel, have been going through moving shenanigans for the past month and a half, which is why we have been uh, MIA, because I naively thought, I can move and set up a home <laughs> office. I'll be able to podcast when I get there. Maybe I remember telling you, like, there might be, like, two weeks where, like, I can't podcast, but then I'll start podcasting again. Um, I really... Oh. oh, I do gay recall. I do. <laughs> um, you know. But how has the move been, Zach? Are you feeling flirty, 30, and thriving? You know, because uh, for anyone who doesn't know, I did move to Columbus, Ohio, so I'm now a Columbus gay uh say, compared to where i was before now uh very gay lots of gays let me tell you the grinder is um a wild uh wilderness of queer like depending on where you are in the city it's an entire new app like that's how many gays are here so that's been an entirely different cultural thing um congratulations but it's been very fun like I've been, you know, meeting people, going on little little dates. I've been uh, discovering new fun places. Like, first of all, as a film nerd, there are so many movie theaters here. Like, but like cool theaters, like independent theaters that run like, like tonight for the first time ever. I'm gonna get to see Amelie on the big screen because they're doing a special 4K screening of it. And I mean, are you an Amelie fan? That's a great thing. Person, I love that movie. Yeah, I've never seen it on the big screen. So I'm like, but also, but I was torn though because they were offered. There was one theater that was doing Amelie, and another theater that was playing Nightmare on Elm Street Two, the really like queer one. So mm. I kind of had to like choose, like create my own adventure. You know what I would have done? I would have mm. just, I would have chosen Sophie's Choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And also on Monday, I think it's Monday. There's a theater that's playing Wild Things, and I'm like, I have to go see that. I love it. I love it. Um, Gays, we're back because it is Pride Month. And (laughs) we wanted to bring, I don't know, the gay back to the airwaves. So that's what we're here to do today. We're back. We're back. This is is a sign that we're back. Are you feeling back? Now, uh, we made it into the Pride window. So that's all that matters. We absolutely did. Closing Um, out Pride in a big way. I mean, get the poppers. I'm ready. <laughs> the parade is on Sunday uh, for us here in Seattle, and yeah. uh, which is tomorrow. And mm. I'm so excited. I'll be marching uh, with my winery again. Oh. And we even have a float. We're like the official wine sponsor for Seattle Pride. Oh so my. it's like, it's going to be pretty gay tomorrow. And I'm very excited about it. Yeah, our Pride Parade was last weekend. So that's I've just had a lot of prideful events happen in like one weekend um huge parade like let me tell you like oh absolutely we we 
I think a lot of people don't even give Columbus, Ohio, like a second thought. They're like, I don't know, it's Columbus, Ohio. What's what's so big about Columbus, Ohio? But it's a it's a huge pride. Like we we went to the parade. We're there for like a hot minute, and like because we knew a couple people that were marching in the parade, so we watched a very good amount of this parade. Let me just say that. And then at one point, we're like, "Well, we've seen all of our friends march. Like, you know, have we gotten the full experience? Let's go get some lunch." We went off had lunch, went to an arts festival that was, like, connected to Pride, did a whole journey for, like, maybe two hours. We come back. They are still marching in this parade. It is a huge parade. Um, which mean, happy Stonewall. I've never, I think I've never seen a parade that, a Pride parade that big before. So that was, that was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, so it was great. It was, it was a nice, like, first Pride in, in Columbus. So, uh, feeling exciting. I started a new uh, fancy schmancy big boy job since I've been here also um, with like, it's this thing I can't, it's called a 401 Oh my god. So I think they're giving me $401,000 or something. I don't know. No, no, um, no. It's when you turn 40, you get 1K. You get 1K. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, or yeah, something. make that work. do math. Um... <laughs> But actually, I almost could have marched in the parade because my company was was marching in the parade. Um, but so I was like that, kind of that like... kind of inclusivity is like super important to me. And I mean, like, oh yeah, at least with uh, Chateau Saint Michel, um, the queer organizations and stuff are blended pride committee and all that. Um, it is the most like seen I have ever felt like at a job. You know, the mm. most invited to be myself authentically and. Honestly, fucking important. That's like oh, I'm, like on our on our company emails, we specifically can like have the labels for our pronouns and like everything. So it's, it's it's it is nice. It's very it's you know nice update. It gives morale. To the system. Yeah, um, being of my first pride, I was like, I don't want to go full on marching in the parade. My first pride, you know, like I wanted to like actually see the parade. Um, also, do you know how much you have to walk in a parade? yeah do you want to know do you want to know the craziest all right probably one of the craziest prides i've ever went to i went to pride in san francisco i've done that like two or three times Mm. um been blessed to be in the area and um i think it was my second one that i went to i went with a group of friends and Mm. girl she wore heels i wore heels do you do you know my legs actually buckled out from underneath me (laughs) like after about i think i hit it at uh, about four and a half hours my legs were like why have you done this what have we done (laughs) yeah i had to switch shoes with my uh boyfriend at the time and um yeah absolutely insane choice but i would recommend it until (laughs) until i don't you know until i don't Uh, wow. Now, before we deep dive in uh, to just some of the gay things that we love and just, you know, a pride celebration, I do have something that I want to bring up. Have you seen The Little Mermaid? Uh, actually, uh, I'm living with my friend who is a a film critic, uh, or not, you know, he's in the industry enough so that he gets invited to screenings of things. J'adore. So I actually got to see The Little Mermaid, like, I think it was like two weeks before it came out. Um, and so, yes, I, the answer is yes. And, and um, now that we're I, gay catching up, what are the thoughts? I, okay, 
I really liked it. Like, I really liked it. The only thing I didn't like was the one added song for Scuttle. Oh, like, Scuttlebutt. Mm-hmm. The Scuttlebutt. Like, I didn't need the Scuttlebutt. Can you hear the Scuttlebutt? Like, I was like, I didn't need that. <laughs> luckily, uh, luckily, it's over so quickly that at least it's like, it's not a long song. But, like, I I honestly I just, just chalked that, that song up, like, from my own brain. I love The Little Mermaid, and I thought this was, like, a 10 out of 10. Uh, I thought this was probably the better adaptation I've seen oh, yeah. them do. Oh, yeah. Um, when it gets to the scuttlebutt, I would have rather had Le Poussin still be in there. That's Except, my own hello. call. But with the update, um, I just was like... Well, this was Lynn Manuel writing a song for the kids. That's it. I just guess, sounds like yeah. a kid song to me. You know what I mean? And I don't know it's fine. It's fine. Well, it was like you know what it was. Like, it was the short. rest of it was so good that it was like such an outlier because it just didn't fit the rest of the movie. You know what I mean? It was like oh okay, like it was just it was just weird. And also to cut Les Poisson and put that I in, I was like, this feels honestly homophobic but that's okay i feel like they got um, rid of Le Poussin. i like i realized it was like it was right around when he had his solo you know it was like eric had his solo and i was like interesting um we will be hearing everybody sing this song <laughs> for the next oh, year hello. but Le Poussin, i miss it but we know what else they cut that i was like really i was like oh what's the the sisters yeah, thank you. We are the daughters of Charlton. Yep. yep. Well, because like, like, it's a movie musical. Why would you cut? And you already have good them number. there. <laughs> and it would have been such a good, like, you introduce all the sisters and, like, Ariel's shell opens up and she's not in it. And we're like, oh, where's Ariel? I don't know. It's just a good, like, I, yeah. I, just, I don't know. I, it was like kind of like, why, why are we reinventing the wheel here? I was, I've I was, gone like, and seen the little mermaid twice um yeah. in theater so far and i probably mm. will go see it one more time um yeah. because it is my favorite disney like property at this point i absolutely mm. loved it i thought it was a 10 out of 10 uh i have a very so dis- oh, well i have a very disgruntled employee friend uh she is um absolutely beside herself that the daughters of triton was taken out you know because it's like as a kid she's a girl she had sisters they played daughters of triton you know (laughs) yeah um yeah i thought it was a great movie though and it gives me hope for future adaptations of you know other things because you know they're not going to stop (laughs) <laughs> well, you know what else happened since we've been off the airwaves? And I what? know it would have been your video to me one week if we had mm. been on the airwaves. Oh, what? Was when the Color Purple movie musical trailer dropped. I was Ooh. like, this would have been Aaron's video. Like, Oh, yeah, it would have been my video in a hot minute. That thing looks good. Like, that thing looks really good. So, the, honestly, I'm almost like, let's do a Color Purple double feature when it comes 100%. out and just do both movies. Yeah, 100%. Like, we'll do that. That would be that. great. Um... No, that I'm, movie was incredible. Beside myself with excitement. No, that movie it is a masterpiece. And how crazy is this? I mean, my long and short of opinion of what I think about the upcoming Color Purple musical yeah. is, I genuinely think it looks better than the original. Which the original is a classic, could never be replaced. I think that this will stand right next to it in a beautiful way, enhancing it. Yeah. I love the original too much to say I think it looks better, but I do think anyone that says that um it wasn't needed, I'm like, uh, eh, it's a whole new thing. Like it, like it's so it's, yeah. 
Because, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Like, also, when you watch the original movie, it's almost practically a musical. Like, because it almost feels like at any moment the characters should be bursting into song anyway. Like, it's such a natural property to work. Like, I think it works so well as a musical. So, I'm very excited. Um, yeah, I, 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 I love The Color Purple. Like, I've watched them. That's one of my go-to, like, if I really just want to have a good cry, I watch The Color Purple. Because if you don't cry at the end of the color purple, like I just I don't know what to what to tell you. I, I, I say at the end of the color purple, I cry several times during the color purple. Um, but all that being said, we are here to we're gonna we're gonna talk about some of our favorite queer content so to celebrate uh, Pride Month as we head out of it. But, you know, every month can be Pride Month if you watch enough gay things. Um, but you know, Aaron, I'm gonna why don't we just go like volley back and forth? So like why don't you go first and tell me the first thing that came to your mind oh. when you thought of queer content? Okay. This is so much fun. The first thing that came to my mind when I thought queer content, um, mm. because we have still yet to bring it on the podcast, <clears throat> I'm gonna talk oh, about so many of mine are like, why have we not done this? Oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm gonna talk about it right here, right now. I'm gonna talk about Cola Scola. <laughs> 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 when I think queer content, quality queer content, I think Cola Scola. <laughs> that's fair. That's valid. Um, that's where I started this list. And his, I cannot iterate enough, reiterate, bring up again and again and again and again, his documentary, Help, I'm Stuck, <laughs> <laughs> which is available all on YouTube. So funny. So insane. Um you know, there's this his commercial as just being a mom. Um, oh my god, so good! Uh, his serial killer Did documentary you know takes <laughs> store bought orange juice, <laughs> and they deserve happy orange. <laughs> like I, her name was Puka, like the shell, like the shell. Even it wasn't her name. But who was I to judge? Look what I had done. Honestly. Honestly. Look at, honestly, people, look up Cola Scola Orange Juice commercial. It is one of my favorite things to show people and just watch their faces go like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> she didn't introduce me to cocaine. No, I found that perfectly fine on my own. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So um, that is, honestly, at every moment, I will say Cola Scola. So... <laughs> That's, a good, that's, that's honestly first, a great place to start. Uh, he's one. I guess uh, the reason I say him is he's one of my favorite queer content creators. Right. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, my, I will piggyback on that and throw on yeah. uh, just this past um, Thursday. Yeah, this past Thursday mm. to kick off a little bit of Pride Fun. Took my friends to go see uh, Zach No Towers. He was in town, uh, mm. comedian and uh, creator of We Host uh, with Zach. And Darren Brownstein? I don't fucking know. They have Jewish sound name. Now, he was so funny, we could not stop laughing the entire time. He had this one joke about threesomes being a lot like M. Night Shyamalan movies, wherein the first one you have is, like, so (laughs) exciting, so filled with, like, palpable tension that you don't even realize that one of the people has been dead the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Uh, yeah, so mm. Cola Scola, Zach No Towers, kicking it off with some queer content creators. Over to you, Zach. What's gay? Uh, my my first one is kind of like, it's like it's like a gay, and it's like um, you know, it's 
it's like gay medicine. Like I think it's a good thing to like watch during Pride. It's a little more serious. It's a little more um, oh no intense. Choice. I do think it's like worth watching. Um, bold choice. Uh, I do think Angels in America like kind of immediately comes to my mind just because oh. like if anyone has not watched the miniseries on on HBO, like it's 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 just one of the most incredible things that's ever been produced on HBO in, in my opinion. And, oh no, a hundred percent. And the fact yeah. that they did it was like a dream come true. Yeah, it's me. still like it feels like wow, they got like all these amazing actors to do this, like Meryl Streep. You know, Al Pacino, there like. is also a, a production of it that's up on mm. uh, National Theater at oh, home. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not watching it. That version is fucking incredible too. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, I need it's to watch it. Super good. Um, I think it's I didn't realize for the longest good. time it was still available. I thought it had been like taken down. So now that I know it's still there, I'm like, oh, well, now I have to watch it. Uh, but yeah, Angels of America, and uh, to give a light one as well, I also, every year at Pride, I always seem to watch Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, just because it just feels like something that should be watched. Like, we watched it after the Pride Parade, we, like, came back to the house I'm staying at, just, like, decompress, and, like, let's put on Tu Wong Fu. Honestly, and perfection. Me and a bunch of faggots, just, like... <laughs> basically quoting every single like breath that any actor has in that movie <laughs> like knowing every single word of that, of Ooh, that i know we have talked about this before um that right there is one of my favorite like um honestly let's just call it a phenomenon you know throwing <laughs> on media that you know yeah. the other gays love and know yeah we get it uh one of my favorite like sleepovers i've ever been to was <laughs> there was like five um she's he's and they's uh in a room and we put on sister act when i tell you (laughs) it's purple mink dolores (laughs) oh oh my god we knew we knew it all up and down left and right it was just so good i didn't earn it i didn't deserve it you don't deserve other men's (laughs) wives oh my god what a movie have we done sister act I don't think we have. Jesus Isn't Christ, we have so many things left in the vault. You see what I'm that saying? We need to pull out. You see what I'm um, it's all coming, baby. It's all gonna come. Um, well, yeah. Up next, I will bring to the stage <laughs> Bowen Yang in his iceberg sketch. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> one. That's queer content. That is so queer content that I cannot. It's unbelievable. It was like, but you ran into me. <laughs> it was just ninety my business. Like, it was so bad because like ten people like died or whatever. Died or whatever. <laughs> also, ugh, it's been a really rough oh, week for the Titanic. Anything it's been a really rough Titanic. week. Um, let's, it's been a rough week in. for the Titanic, and we're gonna put a pin in that. But yeah, how about Titanic? Yeah, let's not even go there. How about Titanic? About ti- now, Titanic, talking about queer content. Now, that is queer content. Now, that's an uplifting uh, boat story. In my, okay, <laughs> in my perfect world, I would love a world, and this is not a world we can't live in. This is not yeah, what we yeah. could do. Um, I would love a world where we met up and watched Titanic together. Like, oh, that was like God. a planned trip. Like, that would like. Because you're, like, the person I would want to experience that show with. You know what I mean? It's so funny. I I 100% agree. Out of all the gay things we should do, it should be go see Titanic. Um, That would be great. They just recently... I don't want to wait until Marla comes back. 
Oh yeah, they just recently had their first like big redo of the cast, yeah. and Nicole Parker of Mad TV fame is she playing doing? Celine right now. <gasps> oh yeah, I love I'm Nicole serious. Parker. Oh, I'm oh, so serious. She's playing it right now, oh, and I love her. just astounding. That's so weird. I just re- talk about queer content. This is also queer content. Um, I just rewatched her Seth Rudetsky obsessed video where. Uh. It- <laughs> she does, she does wicked as Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> um, yeah, she is like so funny. Her face is just comedy to me, you know. Yeah. Uh, and she did one of my favorite Mad TV sketches of all time. She <laughs> does it's Thanksgiving at Britney Spears' house with Kevin Federline, and it is yeah. so funny. It is like a, it's like a Tatiana season two impression of Britney. <laughs> Yeah. But it is so funny. She walks around and she's like, we're going to make pumpkin nuggets, y'all. Yay. <laughs> and just put a little bit of glitter. <laughs> well, she, I put her in the same category that I do someone like Anna Gasteyer, where oh, it's yes. like brilliant mm-hmm. sketch comedian, but also what a vocalist. Has this, like, Broadway amaz- amazing voice. Yeah, she's like wild. Um, uh, okay. One of my friends... Um, Reminded me about she was in the sketch on Key and Peel for Les Mes. Um, if you've never seen that, you should absolutely watch that. I've not. It, they sing One Day More, but they're like basically like Javert just wants people to talk one at a time. And um, she plays Fontaine in it and sings oh her face off. <laughs> oh, I've got to watch that. I'm going to immediately. Put it's that very on. funny. Wow. Wow. Oh my, well, first of all, talk about queer content. I don't know if it's queer content, but it's it it makes me and many other gays I know laugh a lot related to Key and Peele. Um, this is I'm going rogue, baby. This wasn't even on my I list. I love Key and Peele. Come through. Um, if you've not seen this, I'm sure you've seen this. Oh, the I audience, have. Go on YouTube and look up Key and Peele Gremlins Two. Um, because <laughs> yes! it's Star Magic Johnson. I think that was the the name of it. Basically, it's you know, it's it's. <laughs> Uh, it's Jordan Peele coming into a writer's room that they're they're shooting out ideas for Gremlins too, and then he comes and he's a he's a uh, Hollywood sequel script doctor, and he has them go around the room and give ideas for the movie, and they're all very real things that are in Gremlins too. None of it is made <laughs> up for the sketch, and it is the funniest thing. I I I've rewatched it so many times, um, and it feels queer enough for me to put into the list so i'm gonna do it well i i think it is queer enough it's um, for the you know because some things are made by queers and some things were like made for the queers you know 100 percent. I mean? every sketch that they ever do where um <laughs> you had me at little gremlin vajayjay <laughs> no anytime jordan plays the character or anytime they play a woman but anytime yes. jordan plays megan i oh megan megan's queer culture yeah wow wow <laughs> no no <laughs> No. <laughs> Megan, you forgot your jacket though. No. no. <laughs> She's so funny. <laughs> um, absolutely love it and absolutely brilliant. I love it. Oh my god. I will What's throw next? uh because Bowen Yang yeah. was already brought up. Um yeah. SNL, again, this is also another one, not a queer person, but I mm. do believe this is queer content. And yeah. that is all of the Stefan sketches. I understand. Oh, yeah. I understand Bill Hader has retired the character, won't do that again. But 
I sure. never was offended by Stefan. I always <laughs> wanted to go party with Stefan, and no. I love it. I love it. Well, so- to me, like the thing that didn't make it offensive is I never felt like he was playing Stefan's queerness as the joke. He was playing the absurdity of the references. Oh, hundred percent. Like hundred percent. Also, we all. I, I've known a version of Stefan before. Like I've I've met that person. I've bought drugs um, from that guy. Hello. <laughs> well, because you know, one thing about SNL, like we've done a whole episode on SNL. We could, we've talked about how we could probably do like several. We could go back again, could, absolutely. Honestly. But what I love about that show is someone like um, uh, James Anderson has been like a writer there for like a very, very long time, queer, queer sketch writer. And so you'll find these old sketches from like the late '90s, early 2000s that feel so queer coded. And most yeah. of them, if you look them up, like they're James Anderson. Um, no, he's not that. those sketches, but like there are so many things like, like I don't know, even like I think about growing up, like ambiguously gay duo was like such a uh, big event for me watching SNL. Like it felt like dirty, like I shouldn't be seeing it. Like you know, I understand it was, that. I I, yeah. I totally get that. That was like definitely that was a big something. Um, speaking of things that were considered dirty in the past, and now it's like Ooh. kind of ridiculous. I even think of it that way. Um, but for me, growing up, a big queer thing was, of course, like Will and Grace. Like, that was like such my like that like basically got me through high school. It was like I'm gonna watch Will and Grace. That was like um, me and my mom's show. So it was like I think that was like the beginning of I'm gonna come out to you in six years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, yeah, I had to like kind of secretly watch it in my in in a room, and if I heard footsteps coming, I would change the channel. the The last channel button on the remote was like a big a big honestly uh, part of my. <laughs> Shout out to Queer Culture, the last button. The last channel button, honestly. On your remote. Saving many a queer. That is, <laughs> damn, yeah. Skinamax. That is for real. That is so real. Yeah, is, come on, Skinamax. <laughs> I mean, they just What's put next? porn on TV. It's crazy. Now you have to subscribe. They really did. To, now you just have to subscribe to OnlyFans. And I'm tired of it. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. Um, I will throw a, I'll throw a penny in the bucket because I don't think we need to talk about this. Um, mm. We already have ad nauseum, so right. I will throw it out there. A special shout out to Drag Race, and it's I don't know I mean, yeah, twenty six season or twenty six different you know series that are all going. So, well, okay. So funny you should say that. So as we're as we're as this is posted, uh, we will not have seen the newest, newest episode, but where we are, are you caught up to date? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. I yeah. watched last night. Um, yeah. First of all, I was gaggerinied oh, that Alexis me. did not send Candy home. I was like, Alexis, it what are you doing? A, I also think it was the wrong choice for her. Yes. But whatever. Oh. Whatever. Whatever. Because in my brain, I'm like, girl, Candy could win. If you knock out Candy, she can't win i was speechless i was genuinely like gobsmacked i couldn't believe she made that choice i also couldn't believe she made that dress you now well i couldn't believe she made that dress well yeah she will get fucked because of her choice Um, oh i think so too it felt really like it was like girl that was the wrong choice wrong choice you literally made a deal with her like in front of everybody and like Hello? when she did not send you home you verbatim looked at her and said i will never forget this and it's just like also, i like 
I just don't know how, like, again, I'm not here to, like, add on to the candy hate train, but, like, when, like, I mean, granted, Alexis has cried a few times, but I actually don't shame her for her crying the way many do. I think she's an emotional theater kid. But when she was, like, crying, and Candy's knee-jerk reaction was like, ugh, I'm so over this. Oh, my God. I was like, where's your heart? Yeah, there was a little bit of, no, there was a little bit of gaslighting on both of their parts at that exact point. Like, Candy kind of overspoke in a way that, like, honestly, they were having two different arguments. If if you sit there and, like, listen to them, it's like, right. Candy's arguing a different point. Yeah. And then Alexis was just, like, crying and having a thing. So I, we know what it was. I was connect. I think I was connected to Alexis in that moment because I think Alexis was like, sure, I guess, yeah, take the part and I'm probably going to get sent home this week. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess whatever. Like that's kind of what I where I was feeling her brain was at. She was like, "Cool, so you get to like get your choice, and I for some reason have to be the one that gets fucked." You know, like I think she was kind of yeah, like she was like, "I want to have a dialogue about it." You know what I mean? Yeah, she wanted to have a dialogue about yeah. it, and then it's it's so funny because Candy then pretended like the very thing she was doing was being done to her. Do you know what I mean? Where like where right. she was like being that's... told, "I've got this part," and it was like that's not what Alexis said. She's saying that's what you were saying, oh. Candy. You know, like, yeah. It was a like, why do you seem to always get what you want, but I have to be the one to, like, be the bigger person? Mm-hmm. And let's be real. They're all in a competition. If I was Alexa, I would have been like, girl, I'm going to be totally real with you. You just won. Like, why can't you give me the slightly bigger part? Like, you just won a challenge. Like, like we all want to win. You're not special because you want to win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, so Drag Race. <laughs> Making so, many a gay discussion. I will go ahead and say uh, a shout out going? to the start of Drag Race Mexico. Congratulations to the girls. Um, I have Valentina. been enjoying the series very much. Valentina, Lolita Banana, and all the girls are really good. Um, I, I watched the first episode and I love it. It's really good. Mm. Quick question. Two seconds. Um, yeah. If you had to guess who's going to win All-Stars 8 right now, who would you predict? I mean, is it not Jimbo's Drag Race right now? That It looks like Jimbo's Drag Race to me. But she has to win yeah. a lip sync, so I don't know. I'm not that invested in who wins. I guess I right, want right, it right. to be Jimbo or Jessica. I'm rooting for Jessica. I'm Team Jessica Wild. I would love for it to be Jessica. Could you imagine? She's had such a good season. She's she had has such had a such a good season. season. And, and also, if it comes funny. down to a lip sync, if it comes down to a lip sync, Jessica's not going to lose a lip sync. So I'm not, just like, not to Jimbo. So no, I think the most but shenanigans uh, have happened. So you know, yeah. Out of who's left, I think the most deserving would either be Jimbo or Jessica for me. Same. And agreed. Agreed. Either could win, and I would be very happy with it. But I will say, Heidi was pointing out, I do think this is Jimbo's drag race. Oh, no, I mean, I I don't disagree. Like, if it was just based on who's performed the best overall, I would be like, well, Jimbo deservedly wins. But, like, if it comes down to a lip sync, they're going to have to really do a special edit. Like, I'm just like, we're going to see how that's going to go. Well, my next thing is something that uh, we have not actually done on the show, which I find crazy. The Birdcage, which was just uh. such a huge, uh, I mean, such a for the time. Like such such queer content for the masses. And, is there you know, any like, queerer content? I mean, besides porn, besides uh, penis doing what it does. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I love I love the birdcage. Like again, we put on the birdcage 
uh another night Mm. and we were just quoting the i mean the entire movie the entire movie i know the entire i love i love the birdcage uh it holds a very special place in my heart. I mean, you have hit some of the really good ones. The Chu Wong Fu, The Birdcage, um, Throw In The Boys In The Band, the original and the oh. remake. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Real queer milestones. Queer. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I like, like piles of solidified glitter. They are just, you know, pillars of the queer community. So, um you know and like i think the birdcage is interesting because i think a lot of people just love that movie even if they're not queer like i know a lot of just like straight straight folks and you know they matter as well why not um i mean one of my favorites well one of my favorite stories about the birdcage is like the whole fact that robin williams what protected nathan from like coming out what show was that on the oprah show it was Oprah because Oprah, Oprah goes in with her very pointed questions, you know, yeah. and uh, Robin Williams, you know, deftly, you know, intervened. I, I won't say defended. It's not like Oprah was attacking him for his queerness. Well, she was know. just like her her version of investigative reporting in the 90s yeah. was a little intense. Sure. sure. <laughs> so, and, you know, and at, at a time where like. No one would have given it a second thought if Robin Williams had not done that. You know what I mean? Like the fact yeah. that he cared so much about, yeah. I mean, yeah. Just I mean, protecting Nathan's privacy again. Like you know, he's a he is a, a grown you know person himself. But like, just I don't know. It was such a beautiful little moment. And I know. And oh, it just Robin it Williams. like it shows that like the experience was more than even what we saw on screen, which was just electric and loving you know well, you know when we that. were when we were watching the birdcage we actually had a conversation about how um robin williams never felt like offensive to me playing a gay man because you could tell like it was such a loving portrayal like there was no because some actors when they play gay like straight actors that play gay they're playing the queerness in a way that starts to feel like just just odd because mm. it almost feels like they're making a joke of any femininity or any you know overtly queer behavior and i don't know and he, i never felt any he just played like like a human who yeah happened to love, he played it like a um, human but then also it's like i could see real people in it like sure. yeah i could I, I was like he knows gay men who are yeah. like this <laughs> like, well, i mean he he lived in san francisco i think for most of his adult life exactly and so it was like honestly in a beautiful way it was like a sort of like stitched together performance and it was just like it's really yeah. beautiful and a great representation of being gay can i throw another thing on the fire now that's in my brain yes another piece of pivotal queer culture for me is um it's just the makeover scene from Mrs. Doubtfire because, like, that is, I think, if you look up queer culture, like him and Harvey Fire scene, and God bless the other actors in that scene, I do not know his name, when they're singing, <laughs> Matchmaker, Matchmaker, make me a match. Me a match. Me a match. And then that directly into Barbra Streisand, like, I'm like, that, that's just, that, that's made for me. That was made for me to enjoy. Uh, that uh, that is absolutely correct. I can't even believe you just mentioned 
Mrs. Doubtfire. But you're not wrong. You're you're zero percent wrong. Really and truly, yeah. So what what's what what else you got, Aaron? Ooh, I can't let us get out of here without uh, a little bit of gay scandal. How's this? Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna bring up a little uh, gay media. This is current. Um, Queen of the Universe. Um, oh. which okay. Queen of the Universe. We have had our opinions about that show. That show is fun. And they are on season two. Now, they had released maybe one or two episodes. And they were releasing it, you know, weekly. And over the past three weeks, Mel B has been getting the show a lot of press. Because, well, she's been rather ruthless with the gales this season. Mm. Um, And so the show's had a little bit of mixed review. Uh, I will say, I don't think they have as strong a vocalist as they did last season, and I do think that has hindered things. Now, get this. Unknown to anyone on the show, they, Paramount being the inimitable they, uh, dropped the remaining four episodes yesterday when they were supposed to release one, and then promptly followed it up by immediately saying this will not be renewed for season three and we will be removing it from our streaming services on the 30th of this month happy pride happy pride how's that how's that not only did they not like it they said we're gonna get this out of here faster this gotta this gotta go they literally spoiled the show for themselves like i can't even what apparently has a lot to do with a lot of the things that are in discussion with the writer strike right now. It's connected really? to like things, yeah, to things getting, you know, residuals or royalties from like being on streaming services. So I think it's why like they would want to hack it off and like stop having so to pay fun. people. Um, but for for Pride, could you not wait till July? Like, oh, could on. you not just let the oh. show have its natural run? I mean, here's the thing. I I was impressed it got a season two. I can't believe that they just were like, all right, cut it off at the knees. Get it out of here. We're done. We're done. <laughs> cut print moving on. Yeah. yeah I, was, I mean, Jesus Christ, really? Ooh, uh, also, that's actually, they also, yeah. I was going to say, they also canceled, if you have not watched this, this actually was a lot of fun. Um, they canceled the poor Pink Ladies show as well. I was very Damn. upset. And that show was expansive looking. Like I, that was one thing I was impressed by. Like the musical numbers on that show, I was like, "This looks fucking expensive." And they spent so much money on awards advertising for it. So I'm just like, kind of like, and now you're just canceling it. It's just wild. I know the the world that we live in is so crazy, and when it comes to creating shows or content like on this scale, I I don't even begin to understand how some of these decisions are made yeah it's really hard it's a really well it's a really tricky time like be careful what shows you fall in love with because it might get canceled like it's a you know that's always been my mentality anyway but i'm just like oh boy like watch out Mm -hmm. you never know you never know so i don't know r.i.p queen of the universe we 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 enjoyed you i had a fun time watching at least I know, and I congratulations, like uh, Taiga Brava, for winning season two. <laughs> you will be oh, forever reigning. <laughs> oh, well, well none of us knew until yesterday Spoiler. when they just posted it on their socials. They're like, "Congrats, winner!" 
<laughs> I'm like, let me oh, tell you, damn. I, not not just circle back to Drag Race, but some of these queens need to take into account that not everyone is watching All Stars at like eight in the morning. Like some of them are posting their farewell posts at like ten a.m. and then it spoils my whole day. Yeah, I. On Friday, I do my best to just honestly stay away from my phone for as long as I can because I'm in some of these groups and stuff like online that I've been in for a long time, like that are drag race related or whatever. And I don't know what has happened. I think we have aged up into like a new fan group is where I'm going to think it comes from because when I tell you it is like the show drops at midnight right and these people everyone's in a race to watch drag race now that's where the yeah. race really is and <laughs> i i can't even believe it like you yeah. are 100% correct wow. by 8 a.m. if i were to open my phone it's like it now seems to be the cool thing to be like oh my god i already know like to be in the know already do you know what i mean and i'm already over oh, yeah. it it's like mm, i already mm. it's like Okay, it's also 8 (laughs) a.m. Like, I don't know. I just woke up. Um, Let's let's get it together, Mary. Yeah. Happy Pride. (laughs) Happy Pride. Well, Aaron, I do have a special Pride questionnaire I want to do with you, but do you have any last um, things you want to shout out onto our pile before we close up this part? I will just do a quick little throw it down. Um, Mean Girls. Um, yeah. the original because it's perfect and also the movie adaptation the musical movie adaptation that is forthcoming um, Smash I'm is headed to Broadway and that's perfectly gay and Hercules is also getting reworked with a new director and I have high hopes for it because that will also be being turned into a movie and I am anxiously awaiting the Muses casting so that they all seems very gay. Like yeah, they better not fuck it up. Also, they Kelly Clarkson and Sarah Bareilles both working on Broadway musicals. So, <laughs> happy gay. Wow. Yeah, so my last ones I'm going to throw in my pile. Um, I also had Pose on here. Like, watch Pose. It's it's there to be watched. Phenomenal. Uh, I have Kissing Jessica Stein, a lovely little lesbian rom-com that I have, I've loved forever. Um... And also, oh, I, you know, also because I've been, I rewatched it a little bit for Pine. I just forget how much I love Tales of the City. So Tales of the City, you know, go check oh, that out. Oh, good choice, good um, choice. I have those lovely. DVDs. Oh, lovely. Uh, oh, I, I have a special Pine. Oh, oh no, let's do it. Okay. Oh, you're like, wait a minute, I have one more. And oh no, like, no, 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 no. Okay. Okay, so this is a this is pretty easy. It's just, I I want to do some some firsts, some gay firsts. Oh no, uh, you know. Little oh no. Okay, so here we go. <clears throat> uh, what was your first gay kiss? Oh shit! Oh my god! Um, oh, oh had to be god. when I was eighteen, and. Mm-hmm. I had just gone to college, so I was a freshman in college, mm-hmm. and it was the first time I felt free enough to explore my sexuality, and sexuality. so it was with a guy named Cameron, 
<laughs> and Can't if you're out there listening, because I know you're alive, um, that was fun. <laughs> good, for, good for Cameron. And it honestly started Cameron? it all. It started it all. Thanks, Cameron. Thanks, Centenary College. Without you, we might not be sitting here. I, I very well could not be here. Yeah. Uh, my first gay kiss, I was 17, and it was a, with a, a boy. Oh, no, it was, wait, yeah, 17, with a, a boy named Ricky. That was my first. My first Ooh, kiss. Ricky. Um, I like Ricky. That's nice. Uh, first gay crush. Oh, um, oh, Hugh Jackman. I mean, honestly, I think. I mean, like, Hugh oh. Jackman slash. Yeah, probably Hugh Jackman. I'm just going to say Hugh what Jackman. I was more thinking, meaning, like, who was, do you remember the first boy you had a crush on, like, in your life, where you were like, Oof. Oh. Um, that was my neighbor. <laughs> my neighbor, mm-hmm. when I was, like, 14. Uh, and his, yeah. his name was Anthony. Um, mm. basketball player, we went to different schools. Oh, basketball players. So sexy. And he's pretty tall. He's very cute. I think my first celebrity crush was Devin Sawa. I think mm. that was my first celebrity crush. Mm-hmm. Uh. First in real life crush, uh, I remember distinctively staring at his ass in his Jinko jeans Ooh, in sixth Jinko. grade. His name was Josh. Uh, mm. Definitely my first gay crush. Who was your first gay boyfriend? Oh my gosh. Uh, wonderful guy. Wonderful guy. Beautiful gowns. Um, a wonderful guy named Denman. James Denman. Denman. Yeah, his middle name was Denman, and he went by that. Denman. And I don't even think he goes by that anymore. I'm pretty sure he goes by James now. Back to James. Now, he was just, he was awesome. We were born, I think we were born two weeks apart. And uh, just a wonderful combination. A great love. And uh, I think we were together for like two and a half, three years. Which, when you're 18, can you imagine? Um, you were like you have so much more experience in relationships than I am. You know, like, I just like six months. Well, uh, I don't like I don't like I don't enjoy like dating around. Uh, oh, and I'm also not so good at it. I'm really um, kind of not good at it. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. It's easier um, to like be in a relationship somewhat. Girl, you know we're we're hoping to get there eventually someday. Uh, we're working on. <laughs> What about uh, you? My first gay boyfriend was. I'm not sure which one was first. I think it was actually. Um, you might remember him from First Gay Kiss, uh, Ricky. I think it was. I think he was the first boy. Ooh, I dated. Um, yeah, we two dated for two. For, yeah, collectively we dated for like probably like a little shy of a year altogether. Um, we were we were young and reckless, and I made bad decisions. We both made bad decisions. Uh, it ended a little sloppily, unfortunately. But we were we were young. Uh, you know, it's fine. I That's how it's gonna end. In the world. If you're listening to this, Ricky, I wish you the best. I doubt you are listening to this. Cause I I think you hate me. <laughs> <But you never laughs> oh my know. god! Uh, and isn't um, that gay? <laughs> isn't that gay? Okay, what about the first drag queen you ever saw live? Oh. Um, wow. That's an interesting one. Fuck. 
Or maybe like first drag queen you remember falling in love with. So it could be like, you know, someone from well, the culture. I mean, if it's that, it, it for sure is, well, honestly, Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> slash uh, Angel from Rent. I think I got, I think I got to drag via musical theater, which gay, mm, yeah, you're not you know, I think that's how I ended up gay. around that. And so like, I right. less remember my first drag show or like, I mean, play Nashville. I'm, I'm just going to shout out play Nashville. That's absolutely where like, I learned everything about drag, but like I had mm. even gone to less of the shows than. I just started working there when I was really young. I got a job mm-hmm. as like a, a cocktail waiter. And um, yeah, it's like I submerged myself in it because I loved mm-hmm. it. And I wanted to be gayer. I wanted to like be more comfortable being gay. Be gay. You could always be gayer. Well, you know, like I was a baby gay. It's like I remember I'd moved to Nashville. I auditioned for Rent. And that was literally the note that like, I got in the auditions was like, can I was saying like unchained melody and they were like, can you, can you do that again? But like gayer, you know, like be more flamboyant. And I, like at the time I literally had been suppressing so much of that. I didn't know how to do it. Right. So yeah. um, I'm just going to say play Nashville, uh, the playmates at play Nashville. I'll shout out Nicole Ellington Dupre. She is one of my all time favorites. She's still performing there. Mm. Uh, when she does Nicki Minaj, amazing. And like mm. when I moved away this last time, she performed like a song special for me that night. It was JoJo, mm. like this. Oh! <laughs> yeah, Nicole Ellington Dupre. Is that gay enough? <laughs> yeah, it's good enough. It's gay enough. <laughs> the first drag queen I probably ever got into, if I'm being totally honest, it probably is RuPaul because I grew up watching. The Brady Bunch movie. Oh, so comments. right. And Sabrina. Yes. Yeah. Like, so I was just like, hello. Like, there she is. That's so um, right. That's so right. And like, you know, I think I did watch the RuPaul show a little bit, but it was on VH1, like before I even like understood that that was a drag queen and stuff. That was, you know, some fabulous, you know, black woman. <laughs> I wasn't even sure. Um, first drag show I ever saw, though, this is the first, not this is the first one, but it's the first one that like comes to my mind. I remember going to a drag show in Asheville, North Carolina, and it was this hilarious queen that still performs to this day. Uh, her name is Summer Clearance, and she is very, very funny. And I was like, I love she that. Had this number. I can't remember what the number was, but I remember she was just like twirling and 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 twirling. And, twirling. <laughs> and I was just like, it was the funniest thing I'd ever like. I was laughing my head off um so yeah and my so my last question uh to close out pride i do have to ask do you remember the first pride you ever went to Mm. Mm. yes actually oh my god Uh, it was like so late in life it feels like but again it's just like my life was its own little crazy little thing uh the first pride i went to had to have been Shreveport. Oh my God, Shreveport! Yeah, oh. Shreveport Pride. Um, in Northwest Louisiana. Uh, wow. famously now known for uh the hometown of Chichi Devane. Um, oh. a, a, it's it's just like a small town, you know. Like, 
It's a on. I mean, it was the biggest one in the area. You have to think again, Louisiana, not having giant pride things except for New Orleans, and this is yeah, like at the absolute north end of Louisiana, so nothing like the south end. So honestly, it was just like a a semi rural town, but I mean, it's a bigger city still. It was like a conglomeration of three cities. So it was really good, really fun. Down on the riverfront, um, I remember going with like um, my theater classmates in college. But also, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't fully out to everybody at that time. I was out Mm. to the men while I was in them. You know what I mean? And um, (laughs) I just. I was in now, though, if you know what I mean. That's what I'm saying. So, um. I would say that was the first one I went to. Now, the first one that I, like, experienced and, like, loved was when I went to California. I went to Fresno Pride. And the same Mm. year, I went to San Francisco Pride. Jesus. Yeah. Really, You really went all in. Eye-opening, baby. I actually have photos. Pride is like, holy shit. (laughs) Well, I have photos from the San Francisco Pride. It was the year gay marriage was first nationally legalized Get out. and i have um i'll i'll scrounge some photos up so we can throw them up on the insta because oh, when great. i tell you that these photos they you know you're looking at like history it's like it's so mm. cool it's so cool it's so wow. beautiful everyone's so beautiful wow yeah what about oh, you yeah. zachary oh i distinctly remember my first pride um me and two friends drove from my hometown to Asheville, North Carolina, where they were having Asheville Pride. Uh, And this was like, you know, Asheville is very, you know, very queer friendly, very liberal. And now Pride is like a much bigger thing. But let's just say this was an early, early days Pride because I just remember it was in a like multi-purpose room at this strip mall. And yeah. it was just like it was very bare bones. Like it was, I mean, it was still like a lot for me, even what it was. But I remember we all kind of looked at each other, like, "Is this it?" Because <laughs> like I had been watching like Queers Folk and stuff, where like Pride is like you know drag queens hanging from chandeliers and like you know it's raining <laughs> glitter. It's so it's like it's a sad table with some lesbians selling t-shirts. Like it was just, you know, if that, if that isn't the gay experience, I don't know what it is. Like I was like, well, this is something, this is something. And then, you know, you have to take what you can get. But I just remember we were just like, oh, okay. (laughs) We thought this was going to be a little bigger. Um, Yeah. Um, Columbus pride is definitely the biggest pride I've ever been. Like, I felt like this was like, my first time being like, holy hell, this, this is very, very big. Um, so yeah, uh, excited for future prides. I would like, actually, one thing I would like to start doing is like, I love going it. I to, oh, love uh, especially it. now, it like wonderful. where I'm living, I'm very close to like Chicago Pride, uh, you know, Cincinnati Pride, like, you know, uh, other big ones like, you know, Pittsburgh Pride. So I'd like to go explore other ones next year. Um, but I did have a fun time with Columbus Pride. Um, and that was the end of my, my mm. pride questionnaire. I love it. Thank you for doing that. Our our little pride capsule. Yes, of course. You know, for pride. For pride, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Aaron, 
this has been lovely. We should um we're gonna we're gonna be back more regularly, people. So don't worry, we will not disappear for months at a time again. I'm excited. Honestly, my fault. Honestly, my fault. Yeah, I am super excited to be back, and I just have to I have to go put on another layer of glitter before the parade. Yeah passes by (laughs) oh my well while you're doing that where can people find you online uh as always at twitter and instagram at a whole human and here at two gays watch sometimes Mm. (laughs) and well don't mind me i'm looking for my fisting gloves but you can look for me at zachary with no h on instagram (laughs) no i really don't have fisting gloves um I don't believe in them. It's too squeaky. Uh, you can find me <laughs> Zachary No H on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok, and you can also find our show at Two Gays Watch on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And we hope everyone has a, a lovely end of Pride, uh, a better Pride than the production of Queen of the Universe is having. But yeah. Oh my God! Or a better week than the Titanic has had press wise. <sighs> Until next time. Our hearts will go on. Oh, my God. I'll see you later, Celine Dijon. <laughs>